Well, it is that time. It's Pennywise, and we're chatting to Wes Junior again this morning. Wes, how are you? Yeah, I'm not actually too great this morning, Donnie, oh, but no. uh, one benefit, at least I get to still be in my gown. <laughs> <laughs> That's very nice. Well, Wes, it's always a pleasure to chat to you this morning. We're going to discuss how to catch up on your retirement savings. So it has been a while since we have spoken about retirement savings. With the pandemic and the current uh, tough economic environment, people may have had to cut back on those savings. So, and it is... It it seems like the big question that most people have would, um, would be how do you catch up on that savings that you've fallen behind on? So Wes, please elaborate and give us more. So let's just start off by saying that when it comes to having enough for retirement, it's definitely something to start looking at now. It, it can seem like a problem that one only needs to deal with far away in the future and it's easy to forget about it or even to feel a little remorse for decisions that you make now that are going to affect your retirement, such as stopping your savings. But the reality is that the issue will become a problem in the future and you will be forced to deal with it then and have fewer options to do anything about it if you've left it too late. Mm. So the, the point to emphasize here is that the worst thing that you can do is to do nothing. All you're actually doing is kicking the can down the road until you run out of road. And so, you know, if you are behind in your savings, it, I know it can seem like this daunting or overwhelming or impossible task to catch up. But the good news is that there are numerous things that you can do to help the situation. But the key is to start planning for these things now. And just to mention a few of the things that one can do, you can start generating an additional income, look after your health, trim back on your life cover, consider working for longer, Cut back your discretionary spending, pay off your high interest debt, and automate your savings. Sure. Goodness. Those are, are really good and a, a great a few ideas that yeah. we can really jump on board. Thank you so much for that, Wes. Okay, so one normally thinks to save more, I must either spend less or earn more. But you had some suggestions there that weren't related to earnings or expenses. Can you elaborate a bit more on those? Yeah, so, I mean, let's just look at the health side of things. As we get older and we move closer to retirement, we find some of our expenses start to naturally decrease. You know, there's less spending on kids, on food, on schooling. But the one that will likely increase the most is our medical expenses. So the more we're able to focus now on our physical well-being and keeping ourselves healthy and active, the better we're going to be able to manage this future burden of medical expenses. And like all the other examples mentioned earlier, it all starts with habits. The earlier we get into good habits, the better. It's way easier to start the habit of looking after your mental and physical health when you're younger as compared to now when you're a lot older. And the second thing is, you know, as you get older and your dependents start to become independent, you have less need for life cover and making sure that they will be okay should something happen to, to you. So that's a great time to start reviewing your cover and see if you can potentially reduce your cover because this can be a large part of your budget with the way that the cost of life insurance gets more expensive as you get older. And lastly, you could consider working for longer. And again, this would be dependent on your health, which is why I mentioned health as a priority and the importance of taking care of yourself. But you also cannot just assume that working longer is an option. If you are employed, Start that conversation now with your employer about how realistic that option is 
is it even feasible and for how long? And get on the same page as your employer so that you can find viable and realistic Yes, um, that's very interesting and, and well, uh, let's say it's uh, something to consider. But now I want to ask you, um, it looks like you covered some basic things we can do before we get to the hard part of actually cutting back on our lifestyles to reduce expenses. So, uh, but surely the most effective way to catch up is to start saving right now, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. The hardest part um, is to start saving more now, but it's by far the most effective way to solve your future retirement dilemma. And part of the reason that it's so difficult is because often any savings that we make now, for example, cutting back on discretionary spending like STV or eating out or takeaway coffee, mm-hmm. instead of putting that into savings, we often allow lifestyle creep to catch us, meaning that we actually just spend those savings ultimately. Especially if we do manage to generate an additional income like Airbnb. Instead of saving that income, we start to think that we deserve more for all the hard work and mm. now we can't actually afford those extra luxuries. Yeah. So one way to counter this is to automate your savings, which basically means just set up a debit order so that your savings come off in the same manner as an expense every month. Mm-hmm. And this is what the first year is paying yourself first. It's not an expense in reality, but mm-hmm. as the cash isn't all to spend, you aren't tempted to spend it instead of saving. So you say... The last thing that the, the, the mm-hmm. rule of thumb is that 10% of your gross salary should be set aside for retirement. Wow. And even though this can seem like a lot, if you think about it the other way, when you can't earn a salary anymore, if you took your last salary, would you be able to live off 10% of that salary? Sure. So when you think of it that way, in reverse, you start to go, wow, 10% is far too little. I, yeah. I actually need like 40% to be mm. able to survive. And then that means you need to be saving at a similar level now. That's sure. incredible. Like, so what you say is you go and arrange it with your bank that you have a debit order into another savings account. Yes, so just oh. so that you're not going to spend that money. Mm. So it's just a gift. Instead of it going to Vodacom or MTN, it's, mm. it's just the savings amount going into whatever investment. Wow. Absolutely brilliant. Okay, so those are some solutions. But even after hearing this, what if people are still feeling overwhelmed? Sometimes it's easier to, you know, just pop your head in the sand and be that ostrich and just be like, okay, let life just happen. I'm just <laughs> going to put my head in the sand, not worry, and not look at today's problems. But what can people who feel this way do? Yeah, and that's exactly what a financial advice planner is there for. If you want peace of mind, get a financial advisor help you put together a financial plan that can have realistic and achievable goals. This is going to help you know exactly what you need to do, what steps to take in order to achieve those objectives. And not only are they going to help you plan, but they're going to keep you accountable and on track with that plan. Wonderful, Wes. It was so insightful this morning. So thanks a lot for chatting to us again. Um, uh, there, are, there is definitely hope for people who are behind. So don't feel like now it's gone. It's, it's finished. I can't catch up. Uh, but the key thing is, um, it seems, is to start as early as possible, obviously. But uh, don't feel left behind. If there are people wanting to put together a financial plan or get some advice, uh, luckily, Randy Halderberg knows just such person. And it is Wes. 
Junior. So you can email him, Wesley at multitrust.net, or you can get more detail on Freddie Helderberg's Facebook page. Wes, thanks a lot for this morning. We'll chat again next week, and yes. good luck on your side. Yes, thank you, guys. Cheers. Yes. Bye. Bye-bye.